Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Uriel. And welcome to Hella in, in Your 30s. So this week, what we're going to do, we have two episodes, uh, two interviews that we've conducted. They're really fantastic. Really interesting. Yeah, so we're going to combine... Um, both of those interviews and kind of give you a little feature on small businesses from people who are hella in their 30s. Uh, the first one, we're going to be talking to Tim from Blacklight Coffee Merchants. Mm -hmm. And the second one, we're going to be talking to Michael from Bluebird Botanicals, and they specialize in CBD extracts. <laughs> Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. All right, this is a really, really fun episode for a couple of reasons. We're highlighting some small businesses, but we're also like we're listening to our to our listeners. We listen to you as well. We like, listen to our listeners. That we is listen. right. <laughs> we had a bunch of people hit us up and say, you have to do a good episode on fancy coffee. Yeah. Right. Cause that's something you do in your thirties. Yeah. And, uh, and Tim who hooked us up with the coffee listens to hell in your thirties. And he was like, you know what, Nick, I heard you have an itchy butthole. I bet you it's cause you don't drink bad coffee. <laughs> drink bad coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna hook you up, and we're gonna do yeah, this. Yeah, you thing. heard that about that on our podcast. Yeah, he he knew that about me. Yeah, so that's weird, right? <laughs> um, yeah, and then we we also are going to be talking about CBD oil, which people are super super like curious about, including us. It's yeah. like a super magical thing. So, yeah. So like Blacklight Coffee is 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 really a fantastic little company. Yeah. They do lots of really interesting products. Like they do like um, a natural decaffeinated coffee mm -hmm. and they decaffeinate it by like, I guess the traditional method is by like spreading the beans out with sugar cane and the sugar cane, you let it kind of ferment together and the sugar cane like pulls the caffeine out Whoa. and like gives it this sweet, like brown sugary um, taste to it almost, which I think is like fascinating. And then he gave us like um, the husks of the, uh, the coffee cherries, um, which also are caffeinated and like, tastes kind of like dried cherries and oh and it's for it. tea yeah and you use it to yeah. make tea so there, there's all these really interesting like things that he gave and us. cacao yeah. is that how you say it cacao nibs yeah, yeah. so he like kind of so the that interview is like about kind of all of the products that you can you know make from like the actual coffee bean like the plant itself um and also like they roast all of their stuff like in an apartment you know like <laughs> they're just like a two-man <laughs> operation it's a really cool thing that they have set up and the products are like really interesting and they do deliver and they're at farmer's markets and stuff like that, but we'll give you all that information. Um, and then you talked to, uh, I talked to Michael from Bluebird Botanicals. They're based out of Colorado. We were super interested in trying CBD products. If we talk about it, but in case you, you don't really know, CBD is the non psychoactive element of hemp as opposed to like THC. Right. So like when you're smoking weed or eating edibles or whatever, it's a THC that's getting you high, but there's also this other element element i don't know yeah. this other uh, strain of uh biology or astrophysics were, right. or whatever you were doing okay the i was first doing time. okay yeah, okay yeah. then i fell off yeah. um you got uh, a lot real technical mm -hmm. uh but <laughs> definitely incorrect uh uh called it's cbd and has all these health benefits and it's we're at a really interesting time politically in this country basically about how to deal with cbd how the fda regards it 
uh, what companies are able to say about it. I talked to Michael about that. It's a really interesting industry. They're right on the forefront of it. Uh, they've graduated from just like doing it in their apartment. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> they, they, <laughs> I talked to him about the, the growth of the business. It was uh, also Hella in Your 30s first phone interview. Yeah. Oh, oh dang. There was a lot of tests for that. It was very like, very like technical. And I hope that it turned out okay. <laughs> I'm on the phone with my good friend Mario Hernandez. Mario, how are you, man? I'm doing well. It's another lovely day here in uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, thank you so much for talking, man. I know that you are a big fan of CBD products. I am. Yeah, I've I've been using them mainly for my uh, for my back. Uh, a friend turned me on to this uh, to this oil uh, lotion salve thing. Uh, wonders it, it truly is uh truly is something, something that's really helped out a lot yeah so um so this is a topical thing that you yeah. are that gets massaged into the your problem area yeah i mean i imagine the uh tiger balm people are probably not too happy that uh, someone is moving in on their territory but uh yeah <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like what is this cbd <laughs> nonsense we use tiger essence that's what heals people yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly, the tiger juice. Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 a it's a topical, you know, salve or, or lotion that comes in a little, uh, almost like you would find the old, um, like hair gels, you know, the little circular discs. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you just rub it right in, and you can, um, you know, you could you could put it on your shoulders or your back or or your, you know, whatever whatever muscles are, are bothering you, and it has, you know, anti-inflammatory. Uh, properties and it's just really nice and then of course it you know the kind of comes in all different like scents not flavors but like scents um, and some of them don't have any any scent at all so you know in theory you could just you know put it on and just go about your day and, and again it really helps out for for you know people for us older folks oh, that God. Uh, have kind of achy muscles and joints that's right so how long have you been uh doing it well, uh, honestly, it's, it's, I'm only in my first year. Um, I, uh, my, my first exposure to it actually was I had, uh, I had a family member that had cancer. And so they looked into how, uh, how that could help them with their, uh, you know, with their immune system. Cause there's, there's, I guess, receptors in your immune system that, that, that can pick up the CBD versus the you know, THC, which is the other more common, um, used, especially for, medical purposes right but um so they first started getting into it and um you know i don't know how effective it was because that particular family member was pretty far along in, in, in their cancer yeah. that was kind of my first when it when it popped up on my radar and then um and then yeah recently you know like i said another friend who also had back problems uh, uh she turned me on to it and it's it's been, it's been pretty good it's been pretty effective so but i'm just still in my first year i just finally kind of took the dive because i i generally kind of kind of roll my eyes at uh uh, you know, homeopathic stuff. Yeah, um, I'm 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 a big believer in good old fashioned pharmaceutical relief. Oh, I love um, pharmaceutical relief. I'm with you. <laughs> That's sweet, sweet you know, relief. Yeah, I find that 
you know, but but of course, you know, nature has its own has its own wonderful properties. So it, it, it took a little, you know, it took it, it took a pulled muscle for me to say, you know, well, what the hell? What what, what have I got to lose? Right, and now um, you're a believer. And, yeah, now I'm definitely a believer. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I, I try to tell people I'm like, you know, and again because it's it's kind. Of, I feel like it kind of has it lowers the um the barrier to entry, right? Because mm-hmm. not everyone you know smokes weed or not everyone vapes. And that I can like that's that's like a lifestyle choice, but this is just you know it's something that's that's topical and has and here in California anyway has been you know completely legalized. So it's like you know why the hell not if you're if you're willing to do you know icy hot or Ben Gay or any of those other ones like here's something that doesn't stink, um, that's just as effective, and uh, it's kind of the the new thing. Cool. Have you tried any other CBD? Um products like uh, an, an oil extract or vaping or anything like that you know somebody gave me because it's the the dropper right do you drop the oil is that how yeah mm-hmm. some people consume it yeah right. so I, I i had to, i had to, i don't god i can't even remember where uh, but i had a few cbd drops yeah it was fine i mean again it doesn't it's it's not uh it's not psychoactive so it's not like you you feel high or yeah anything it probably probably relaxes you on some level and, and, and um, you know works you know anytime your immune system or, or whatever your 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 muscles are, are less achy I, I presume you feel better but I don't recall having it you know being any particular having any particular effect on me that it was like oh yeah man I want to keep doing it you know it's, it's for that I would just go back to good old-fashioned marijuana and, uh, and then the rest of that stuff just kind of for more topical Cool, man. Well, I love it. Well, thank you so much for talking with us, Mario. And uh, we're just we're just getting we're just trying to get our finger on the pulse of the of the CBD landscape. You know what I mean? So, uh, and, and I yeah, know I'm excited. That- I mean, we seem to be kind of on the precipice of, of discovering all these things that for many years were just kind of demonized and and, and, and you know, of course, were illegal uh, based on like misinformation and fear and racism. If you go back to the original uh, the origin of our drug laws in the U.S., but. Um, you know, it's it, this is really an exciting time because all of a sudden it's it's like once you you know stop demonizing the plant, it's it's a plant like any others, you know, hemp and all these other. So you know, there are benefits to it, and I feel like we're just on the precipice of finding out exactly what all this stuff does. So, boom, um, exciting, dropping knowledge. Thank you so much, Mario. You're the best, <laughs> and uh, Thank you, appreciate man. you being on the podcast, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. This is fun. All right. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? I'm pretty good. Good, good, good. I'm talking to Lindsay Barrow here. Um, Did I say that right or is it Barrow? I literally just asked you one second ago. (laughs) Barrow. (laughs) Lindsay Barrow. Barrow. (laughs) Uh, Despite uh, that, Lindsay and I are actually good friends. Um, And and thanks so much for being on the podcast. Um, So you have had experience using CBD products. Um. Well, I use a lot of um, weed in general, just uh, <laughs> vaping it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, I, I, I tend to use it more when I have headaches or kind of like as a therapeutic thing. Yeah. And so, um, so weed in general with the THC and all the good stuff involved yeah. helps you. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, I, I, get, <laughs> I get bad migraine mm-hmm. uh once a month <laughs> um just around the time when my period happens so mm-hmm. it's like a drop in hormones 
I think is what I looked up on the internet anyway. So <laughs> I tend to, to smoke weed more then. Uh-huh. Um, and it helps for the most part. But yeah. yeah, it's like I can only do that if I'm going to be at home and not really worried about going anywhere else. Right. So I was really kind of excited to try the CBD thing out and um, see what what that was like. And what was – so what did you try? Um, I tried the CBD – oil droplets like i put them on my tongue uh-huh and it went from there um honestly it didn't really do anything yeah mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. yeah yeah unfortunately yeah and it was like my headaches and stuff are usually pretty bad if i'm really stressed out and it was really stressful it was the week before the assembly so the um big comedy festival we just put on so it was pretty it was a very stressful week, and I was really getting a lot of headaches and pretty stressed. Yeah, I did a lot of it, so I kept doing it. Because, like, <laughs> if I just can't have enough, I just did two more, so I did a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. And was this your yeah. first experience using um, just, like, a CBD-only product? Yeah, it was. Um, it was my first experience. Have you ever smoked any weed that's high in CBD? You know how like cuz um, I go to the dispensary and and that's I usually get the get the weed to smoke that's higher in CBD but that's I kind of do that because that not that it's higher in CBD but that it's lower in THC um but right. I do really tend to enjoy enjoy those kind of th- those kind of hybrids or whatever do you, have you ever messed with those Yeah um one time um my husband was like Oh well, you know, you read something about the higher the CBD, the better if you get too high. Like you should smoke CBD uh-huh. from the THC if you're too high, and then you should smoke something that's more CBD to try to level you off. So that happened where I was like, "Oh, I'm too high." He's like, "Oh, we can try this experiment out." So he gave me the higher CBD one, and it just made it. I don't know. I don't think it helped. I don't know. <laughs> Just too high. Oh my god. I I I almost said I love being too high at weddings, which is not exactly true, but I am very thankful for the experiences. <laughs> um it's a great story. It's a great story. It's an amazing story. Um, right. But we have business to handle. So do you have any, um, do you have any advice for people out there who maybe suffer from migraines or, you know, serious, serious headaches that maybe are gun shy about seeing if weed will help them? Do you have any recommendations of like how to start or how much to try or when to do it or anything like that? Um, yeah, so uh, my big thing is that I, I'm on an antidepressant right now, mm-hmm. and uh, it it reacts poorly, interestingly enough, with um, ibuprofen. So they have like a big thing that says, like, don't take a lot of ibuprofen with this because it can lead to stomach damage. Mm-hmm. So my big thing is that like I can't really use ibuprofen anymore, um, which is a bummer. So I've been doing weed, but I use... What I do is um, a, a vape pen, which is pretty easy to use. And you, it's just got the oil, and it's, you know, it, it looks cool. You mm. know, the kids love it. Very futuristic, <laughs> so, yeah. So, very futuristic. It lights up. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
it looks like a magic wand in your mouth. And, um, yeah, so that and being very cautious with everything. And, uh, yeah, that's my biggest recommendation on it. Uh-huh. I, I'm, like, just kind of started smoking weed in my 30s, so I'm not really cool about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can relate to that. I'm not, like... I can really relate yeah, to that. Yeah, but, like, yeah, you gotta... Oh, man, this indica is, like, the bomb, like, whatever purple crush blah 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 like yeah. I feel, I'm like oh cool <laughs> like, that's, wh- whatever just put it in my little pipe okay. yeah right and how I am but um yeah mostly the feeling that you get from it I feel is just kind of like it's just kind of a dulling of of the pain that's happening so mm-hmm. I think that that's pretty helpful and it helps me get to sleep which if I'm in a lot of pain then I, I usually can't sleep so yeah that's the big thing that helps me yeah Cool. Well, uh, thank you so much. I hope that you uh, continue to love it, but also not need it. So I hope both of those yeah. things happen for you. Um, thank you so much for uh, checking in with us, being on the podcast. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely, Lindsay. We love you, and we'll talk to you soon. Booyah! All right, and this, ladies and gentlemen, don't laugh at me, Muriel. She's not on the microphone, but she is laughing at me. Uh, this right here is my phone interview with Michael Harrinan from Bluebird Botanicals. How you doing, Michael? Good to talk to you. Yeah, good talking to you, Nick. How yeah, you man. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Just out here in uh, sunny Los Angeles. So where are you at, Michael? We are in Louisville, Colorado, and it is sunny here today, too, but that's not rare because Colorado is known for its 300-plus days of sunshine a year. And a lot and snow at the same time, right? It's sunny and, and cold? <laughs> right. That actually happened just yesterday. It was about <laughs> 5 or 6 p.m., Yeah. the sun was shining, and yet there was snow blowing down from the mountains at about 50 degrees. Oh, man, you guys got it all out there. What can I say? <laughs> we sure do. Um, okay, so you are with Bluebird Botanicals. That is correct. So go ahead and explain to me what Bluebird Botanicals does. Yeah, sure. So Bluebird Botanicals is one of a number of companies that are springing up recently um, that is selling products that are high in CBD and extracted from hemp. So um, not a lot of people know that um, hemp and medical or recreational cannabis are actually the same plant. Um, they're just close cousins that have been selectively bred for different reasons. And hemp has really been experiencing a resurgence in the U.S. here since about 2014. Well, a, a lot longer than that, but legally since about 2014 when we were allowed to grow hemp in, on U.S. soil for the first time in something like 70-some years. So it's uh, it's been an exciting new industry, and these products that are high in CBD that are extracted from hemp flowers um, have been shown to have a number of benefits for, for so many people health-wise. Um, so we've been providing products like that since late 2013, and it's really been a journey. Man, sounds... Well, before we get into the journey, I guess, what are some of the products that you guys specialize in? Yeah, so we, we have products that are mostly oil-based, um, sublingual, or oral ingestion uh, dietary supplements. So it's, what? Um, Sorry, what was the first this. one? Sublingual, what was the first one? Yes, sublingual is, is something that um, we can't directly recommend the way that customers take our products, but we've heard from so many people and so many other folks in the industry that uh, folks seem to have 
um, better effects or they think that it affects them better if they take it sublingually, which basically just means that they put the, the oil in their mouth and let it sit there for a couple minutes before swallowing it down. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the these oil-based products, like I was saying, they uh, they are uh, they take this high CBD hemp extract and then we emulsify and standardize it into an oil, and then this oil is something that our customers order online or they find it at a local shop, and then they just put the drops directly in their mouth, um, usually a couple times per day, and swallow it down. And we also got a few other products, like one specifically for pets, um, that we've actually seen some pretty enormous success from. Um, and heard some really amazing stories about from our customers. Um, and then we also have things like capsules and the vape oil. So you, so I know the CBD oil, or not just the oil, but the CBD in- industry is interesting because you guys are sort of tied to certain parameters in terms of what you can claim it does and the results it may have and why people should take it. And you even said you can't really recommend how people can take CBD as a company. So would you mind kind of uh, outlining, I mean, to use a big word, the politics of all of that? Oh, my gosh. Well, we could go on like an hour-long journey, but I'll try to <laughs> yeah. fill it down a little bit. Thanks, man. Um, so basically the, the industry that we operate in um, is the dietary supplement industry. So this is the, the same industry that companies that sell vitamin C capsules or adaptogen herbs um, operate within and the the thing is as far as medical claims go so like the if you look in a bottle of vitamin C you'll often see on these bottles that it will say something like supports a healthy immune system and they can make those claims because there have been substantial human clinical trials that have been done with vitamin C that shows that it does help to support a healthy immune response in a person so they can put that right on top of their bottle but the thing is, since hemp has been a prohibited substance for so long, and it's only been recently that it's kind of opened up for the consumer market, um, there's not a lot of research out there that shows precisely how these cannabinoids, um, CBD is a, a cannabinoid, which is a broader class of chemicals that includes THC, which is the one that makes people a little goofy. Um, but anyway, the, uh, the, there has been a lot of substantial clinical trials that have shown what these cannabinoids do in the human body. So we're kind of in a, in a weird area where we just have to say that it's good for general health and wellness, and then customers will have their own experience and then oftentimes share that experience online or with their friends and family or with us here at Bluebird. Um, so it's, it's kind of a, a weird area as far as making claims. But then even legally, I mean, it, it's just been such a journey in the hemp industry. So when we first started selling in 2013, um, the U.S. is only allowed to, or we were only allowed to import hemp products from out of the country because it wasn't legal to grow hemp here in the U.S. But then in February of 2014, a uh, farm bill was passed into law, which included a section that was specifically for hemp, saying that companies could um, grow hemp and market hemp, which includes selling hemp like what we're doing, as long as they are connected to and, and have um, basically a license from the, either the State Department of Agriculture or the State Department of Agriculture. Um, like here, it's the Colorado State Department of Agriculture. Mm-hmm. Um, but then or either that or a research university. So going through a, a university that's researching um, the growing applications of hemp. And one of the reasons that they did this is we're really pushing for full legalization of hemp growing for all of our farmers here in the U.S. 
um, at the federal level right now. In fact, just two weeks ago, um, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell um, gave a, a really amazing about eight-minute speech as he was presenting a bill to fully legalize um, the um, growing of industrial hemp here in the U.S. Um, so it's, it's really an exciting time. And in, in the 2014 one was kind of like a precursor saying, hey, we want to have all this information available for farmers when hemp becomes legal so that these big commodity crop farmers that are growing corn and soy and, and all these other things, and they have all the directions that they need from the people that they're purchasing their seed from, um, and they've got so many tried and tested methods that they know what to do. But hemp is such a new thing for these farmers um, that these four years have really been spent collecting data and figuring out exactly how to grow this wonderful plant that has so many uses. Um, so in 2018, we're expecting full legalization, um, so later in this year. And then with that will come hopefully that research that will allow us to make those medical claims. Wow. That's that's crazy. Well, congratulations. I mean, uh, thank you, Nick. so you think it's happening this year, huh? 2018. You we got McConnell so. on we, we, your we side. We have a pretty good feeling, if yeah. not early 2019. Yeah. Well, you guys are right on the forefront of it. Um, and I know Colorado in in general has been on the the forefront of legalization for hemp and marijuana and 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 all of it so that's that's really exciting you feel like you got your finger on the pulse of of a seismic shift (laughs) seismic shift is a really good word for it yeah it it is cataclysmic in a way (laughs) that's great well um are you able to uh as a representative of a company uh uh suggest why people should try CBD products? No, that's another thing that is is very difficult because as a representative of the company, um, I'm basically legally bound, whatever I say in the public space as I'm working for Bluebird, about our products. So I I can't make any specific recommendations like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But a great part about us not being able to make those suggestions is that we have an opportunity here as a company in this new market to empower individuals to learn how to research for themselves. So there, there's so much information online where people can do a quick Google search for um, CBD health effects or CBD and whatever condition they are curious about if it might help them out. And there's just a ton of anecdotal information and a small amount of research that's starting to crop up um, that will that is available to them. And then you know through digesting as much information as they can and asking the pertinent questions. Um, to a, rep- a non-representative of a company that's selling the products, they can hopefully find out what might work for them, and then they can do the experimentation. So, you know, we, we're, we live in this culture where um, we're, we're told what to do by professionals, usually in white jackets, and say, you need to take this thing, and then that thing, and then this other thing, and you'll be on these pills for the rest of your life. Yeah. And it's, it's really easy, and I can understand why people want that, because it, it really puts the responsibility for their own health out of their hands, and hopefully to a, the hands of a trusted professional. Um, and, and a lot of that is, is necessary, but also I think that we could do a lot better as a culture if we started to empower individuals to pay attention to how their bodies feel. And when they take a supplement, not just expect that it will do something for them and then hope that's the case, but truly feel into it and track their progress and, and see what it does for them and if it doesn't work for them too. So the CBD industry is in this weird place because it's totally legal. There's nothing mm-hmm. at all suspect about it. 
and yet you guys still need to rely on a little bit of like a streetwise, you know, uh, internet word of mouth basis. <laughs> so you guys, uh, you guys are it's like a pretty strange place to be. Yeah, you guys are like. Um, you know, and you guys still have a little bit of the drug dealer vibe in that way. <laughs> like, nah, my friend said this is good. No, you got to try this. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. You're staying yeah, true to your uh, marijuana, uh, you know, roots. I love that. You guys are really yeah. building from the ground up. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fascinating. And it's, it's funny that you bring it up um, in that way because when we first started doing this in 2013, um, the legal landscape was a lot less clear. And we kind of felt like that at times. Sure. It's like we're, we're getting these amazing reports back from our customers, just these incredible stories with all this success and, and I mean, stories that make us cry. Yeah. Um, just really, really beautiful things. Um, and we, we get all these stories back, and we, so we know that you know, like intuitively and, and you know, truly in our hearts we're doing the right thing and we're doing something that's great. Um, but at times we're like, hey, is the – FBI or the DEA going to bust down her door any day. You know, I, yeah. I always, when I was working in our first office space, I always had that fear, like just in the back of my mind, like I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, but with the solidification of the industry, it's really felt good to get a lot of mainstream recognition and a lot of support um, publicly from not just customers, but from institutions that say, hey, this is not okay that this stuff is in any sort of a legal gray area. Sure. So it's it's been... Uh, we, we don't so much feel like drug dealers anymore. Uh, well, I, congratulations. <laughs> That's the American story, you know? Eventually, you feel like less of a drug dealer. How did you get in... How, what drew you uh, to... What what made you get into this to begin with? Well, that's kind of a, a happenstance type thing. It's as life sometimes tends to do. Sure. Um, so it's I uh, I actually went to school for MIS, which is Management Information Systems. Mm-hmm. So I was working as a systems administrator and network administrator for a few companies a few years after college, and you know I was getting good pay and it was work that was at least like somewhat intellectually stimulating but it really wasn't giving me what I felt like I I wanted for my life you know I've only got one life to live it here why would I do something that feels like it's crushing my soul yeah so I I ended up uh, saving up a little money and then I went on a road trip for six months and I lived in my car driving up and down the west coast of the U.S. and just kind of like figuring out what it is I want to do and what it means to follow my heart and, and really be in touch with my intuition. And as tends to happen when someone's not working for an extended period of time, <laughs> I ran out of money. Sure. So I ended up sending out feelers to a whole bunch of connections that I had back in Colorado where I was, was previous to this road trip and to all of the people that I met on my travels saying, hey, does anyone have any work that they think might be interesting to me? And a former roommate of mine here in Colorado, Brandon Beatty, he's the founder and CEO of Bluebird. Um, he just started the company right before I left for that road trip. And he immediately reached back and said, dude, Bluebird is blowing up. We're on something big here. Mm-hmm. Please come back and work for me. And I came back. And when I came back, there was only, um, I think, four employees and then the two founders at the time. And we were just busting our asses, doing everything that we could in order to make this a reality. Yeah. And um, that, you know, that journey has shifted and changed. And now we're a company of, I think, 33 people and growing very quickly. Man, that's exciting. So how did, so what, what was the first, uh, 
seedling of just like, wow, I think CBD is good for people. You know, it was actually the uh, um, the CNN weed special with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. And oh, Dr. Gupta. profile that a company here in Colorado, yeah. um, Charlotte's Web, that was uh, helping this girl, Charlotte Figgy. Dude, um, I totally saw that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right? Yeah. I've, I, it was, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm going to – go ahead. Sorry. Continue. Sorry. Yeah, no, no worries. And it was, uh, I mean, it, it was incredible. And it was a huge tearjerker. It was yeah. just like, wow, there, there are people out there that are uprooting their lives in order to move out to Colorado to get the treatment that they need for themselves or their loved ones. And that's just, that's such a huge thing to think about leaving all of the community that you've built for your life and in order to get the help that you need. And, and why can't people get this in all 50 states? So, um, so that, it really, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that. So the CNN piece, as I remember it, it was about a little girl named Charlotte. I forget what she suffered from, but somehow a doctor basically recommended marijuana, more or less. But she was like six years old. She was a very small child. And her parents now I might be putting this together, but that's, you know, part of the beauty of podcasting is just, uh, you know, throwing <laughs> remembering what you have somewhere stored in your brain but i believe they were christian and sort of like staunchly against marijuana use in general and definitely were not interested in getting their child to be high but there was some i guess just weed growers in colorado who you know the, realize that well we can grow weed without the thc that just has a cbd and they did that and it it like changed this little girl's life and and was the only thing that that could help her is am i remembering that right does that sound right to you yeah yeah precisely and the little girl was suffering from Dravet's, i believe uh-huh. and it was basically a, a condition that made her have like 300 plus seizures per week right um so it was stunting her growth it was destroying her brain it was it was a big problem for the family and um yeah the the one point of clarification i provide is that the uh um, the growers, they were growing these plants that were very high in CBD and low in THC. It didn't, it wasn't that they didn't have any THC in them. Mm. Um, but it's, it, it's similar to the hemp that's being grown now for CBD extraction, where it's yeah. very, very high in CBD, but incredibly low in THC. Sure. Um, so, but, but that aside, um, yeah, it was precisely that. And it was, it was such a big deal that this family ended up making the choice to say, well, nothing's worked so far. And even though we're against cannabis consumption, um, we, we're going to give it a try because we're kind of at the end of our wits right now. And that's the, the story that we hear from so many of our customers yeah. is they've tried everything else. They've gone through everything that they possibly could and everything that the doctors have to offer them, and it's still not help, helping them out. So they're looking for something else. They're, they're really, you know, in a, in a tight place. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so the, that, that story just really impassioned um, Brandon, the, the founder, of uh, Bluebird here, and he's like, if there's a way that we can get these products into people's hands all across the nation, I'm going to figure out how to do it. Wow. And sure enough, he did. Good. The good old days when CNN was 
was not uh, <laughs> was not controversial whatsoever. Where <laughs> <laughs> dude, everything is controversial now. You can't get away with saying anything without someone taking. Oh man! Well, CNN used to just be beautiful, feel-good stories. Um, <laughs> and now, now you're either with them or against them. Uh, the good old days. Um, so, so uh, the polarized culture we live in. So, uh, do you? So, do people also? hit you up and just be like this didn't work like do you guys get oh yeah yeah i mean it it happens i yeah. mean it's just like any other thing and any other food really in yeah. our environment that's available to us some things are good for people and some things aren't and it, it's really dependent on the person's individual biology um but there's also i mean for i would say that's more of a rare occurrence where uh-huh. it didn't assist them with anything uh-huh. um because one of the one of the things that's really fascinating. Um, I think it was first proposed by Dr. Lister Greenspoon, um, who was actually uh, 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 knew very well and was well connected with Carl Sagan, the uh, um, astronomer and, and cosmologist. Oh, I sure. With him. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, only Carl in a Sagan was silly a way. supporter yeah. of marijuana. Mm. I'm sorry, what was that? Oh, I only know Sagan in like, a, the, like that he knows about the stars. I don't know. Yeah. I, I recognize the name, but yeah. Yeah, he, he knew all about the stars, and he actually made the first uh, Cosmos series. I right. It came out in the 80s, and it was just a, a really big moment for space exploration and for educating the public in what we know currently about what's out there. Yeah. Um, and even what's here in the world and, and how everything works. So he's just a, a great thinker, uh, a really profound novelist as well. He wrote these beautiful stories. Um, but he was also a huge supporter of cannabis. Um, under the pseudonym Mr. X. He would write letters about how it helps him to open his mind to creativity and imagination and to feeling more than he's felt before. So he, he was a huge supporter, and one of his uh, um, very close connections, Dr. Lister Greenspoon, um, researched cannabis for so long. And one of the things that he believed, and he's got a few other scientists that also believe this, is that maybe cannabinoids, um, things like CBD and even minor amounts of THC, are actually required nutritional intakes for the human body and that we operate so much better when we have a small amount of these things being taken in on a regular basis. Mm. And it's uh, it's something that, of course, is very controversial at this point um, because adding anything to the um, required dietary intake through the FDA is just a nightmare, um, and especially something as controversial as cannabis. So it's, it, it, it is very fascinating, but the, you know, the, the reason that we think that it has a profound effect on so many people is that it might be that the human body just operates better when it has just a small amount of cannabinoid in it. Mm. Well, so that leads me to my next piece, which is, okay, so Blue Bird Botanicals sent us a nice care package. You guys were very generous. Sent us some extracts. You're welcome. Some dietary supplements, as it says on the beautiful bottle. And, uh, but you also asked us to, to not really report back on, in any official capacity on how it impacted us Mm -hmm. because we, you, we, we kind of can't go on record saying, is that right? Right. And it's, yeah, that that's, that's entirely right. And, and this falls into what I was talking about before with the uh, FDA requirements on what's permissible as far as legal claims and medical claims. Yeah. And it's, you know, since we provided you with some free products, 
um, even though it wasn't explicitly in exchange for any um, product recommendations or any feedback. Um, the fact that we provided you those products free of charge, if you were then to say, hey, it did this for me or it did that for me, um, then it would be considered a marketing claim from our company. And a lot of companies get away with doing that and will allow people to do that just because it helps with word of mouth and it means more dollars at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, we are taking such a conservative stance because we truly believe that this product has the opportunity to make a profound difference in so many people's lives and we're not going to do anything to risk this product or this industry getting a bad rap from um, illegal marketing claims or anything like that. So we are keeping everything so tight. Cool. Well, uh, Muriel and I will refrain from talking about how it, it just, you know, just so you know that we're on the level of the mission, you know, we're, uh, <laughs> we're with you guys. So we'll, we'll hold back from our personal uh, claims <laughs> about bluebird botanicals, but I can say a couple, a little bit of cannabinoids if I'm, uh, pronouncing that correctly it never hurt no one it might help the human uh <laughs> achieve a little higher plane of existence um <laughs> i'm with sagan you know me and sagan i'm down yeah living an elevated life yeah man let's look at the stars uh <laughs> uh well thank you so much for hanging out and and talking with us uh michael really appreciate it tell everyone over there at uh, Bluebird that we said hi and thank you and um, uh, we're gonna we, we are gonna speak to some some of our friends who mess around with c different CBD products both uh, a lot of products that you guys don't offer at all like topical creams and lotions um, that kind of stuff uh, and see uh, you know talk talk to them about their experiences with uh, what helped them and 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 what it's like out there because it's it's all over like in my news feed just this morning there is a big article about Los Angeles mixologists incorporate CBD extracts into their cocktails and there's like breweries out here <laughs> who put it. CBD oil in their beers now and it it's all over man it's 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 you know it's it's a part of the zeitgeist so um we're so happy to uh to to be talking to you, someone who's had their finger on the pulse of it since they were, uh, I'm just picturing your first offices were in some guy's shack in the backyard, just scared of the feds. Um, just, it was only slightly better than that. <laughs> it, it was close. Well, you guys are the real deal. And, uh, congratulations on being on the forefront of, uh, of an industry that really might, might change, uh, the health landscape of this country. Thank you, Nick. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Well, uh, thank you so much for uh, talking to us. Take care, Michael. All right. <laughs> uh, we are here today. Helen, your 30s. I'm solo. Muriel is here all alone interviewing. Oh, no. Tim Montoya from Yay. Black Light Coffee. I did it. 
I did them all. We're so happy you're here. Oh, I'm happy to be here. I, I love your podcast. Oh, well, that makes us very, very happy. <laughs> and by us, I mean me. Yeah. <laughs> um, did, so Tim and I met at uh, Greenblatt's. Greenblatt's Delicatessen. Yeah. You may have heard of it on Mad Men <laughs> one time. <laughs> <laughs> that stands to be, it is. it was one of the most difficult restaurants i have uh, ever is the worst place in the world <laughs> no host no buster oh yeah two levels so you and then um and no heating lamps and so the mm -hmm. game is is they give you a buzzer and then uh if oh, buzzes when your you food goes buzzer. off that's right and there's no host or anything so literally mm -hmm. you could be waiting you're waiting on a table downstairs and then five groups of people could walk into the delicatessen go upstairs and sit down. You mm -hmm. don't know who got there first. You have no idea because it's upstairs. Mm -hmm. You can't see anything. Right. And so you walk upstairs and you have to take all their orders. And while you're doing that, you have a buzzer in your pocket right. that's going off at the table and they're staring at you and they're like, can't focus on what they're saying. And, and they will continually, the guys in the deli will continually buzz you over and over and over. It's a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> I was just like, this is, it was so hard and so crazy. You were a blessing to me, by the way. I don't oh, know if I've ever you. really told you. were like the nicest person that worked there. Oh, they, oh no. I, I <laughs> would try to do my best. Well, because I, I wasn't a server. I was in the wine yeah, store area. Yeah. So I would be, I'd do like the uh, glasses of wine for the servers. Yes. And then if people bought a bottle of wine, they'd take their table and they'd yeah. do it through us. And then just kind of ran the wine store. But I was at a little hub, too, so... That means if a customer was ever upset, since there was never any managers around, yeah. they all came to yell at me. <laughs> so you were so nice. So I would get yelled at, and then, and which was good too, because then it, you know people yell at me, and then they feel like, oh, I'm going to get that server in trouble because I yelled at the manager, and yeah. then the servers come to me and they're like, I'm like, yeah, that person was horrible. <laughs> Like, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was, I, yeah, you saved me a few but, times. Oh, no, but it was, I mean, and having you there, it's always fun to have somebody that's funny and not crazy, too, because we definitely had our share of servers who were just crazy, crazy. too. Crazy. <laughs> I mean, that that place was, uh, it was a, it's a trip. It was intense. I would say it was like working, like, like you know, in Ghostbusters 2, when, yeah. like, the ooze that made everybody angry. Oh, my God. I just referenced that this morning. No way, really? That, yeah. That's, I always felt like that's what it was like. Because we were listening to Trump on the daily, and I was getting <laughs> so worked up. And then outside, somebody started screaming. Right. And I was sitting there like, oh, my God. It's like the ooze. It's like the ooze that makes you angry. <laughs> ah, that's really funny. Um, yeah, so, anyway, worst job. First job I ever got in L.A. Um, oh, wow. Oh, me I, too. I couldn't get a job anywhere because yeah, everybody's like, you don't have any references. Oh, yeah, me too. Same thing. I moved out here and I was living, I was crashing at my friend's place in the luxury apartments across the street from Green Blocks. Ooh, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. There were some very, very fancy people that I knew and they said I could crash on their couch. So I was doing that and then they got me a job there because she was a sommelier and so she knew uh, the owner there and was like, Hey, give my friend a job. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was my first job in LA as well. Yeah. And then I later moved out of that apartment and to a bunch of other places. And I never felt so cast from paradise. I am like, uh... I was living in this luxury apartment <laughs> building. And then after I left that, I'd like leave Greenblatt's at like two in the morning, feeling horrible, looking at this beautiful place. I used to live nightmares. Uh, <laughs> that was, was the worst. That will remain the place where <laughs> Dane cook forced me to pick all the vegetables out of his. No, soup. really? <laughs> every oh my gosh. time really he tipped me 20 bucks for like, oh, a, wow, like every time saying, like, i messed up his order once and he apologized to me he's nice <laughs> he's nice but, but he's he, particular but i mean like he's still 
I think it takes a certain sort of like he tipped very well. It was fine. But I mean, yeah, he did make me pick all the vegetables is, out of it. Yeah, that's a bit much. <laughs> it was like, yeah, okay. I mean, you really get to see celebrities at their like whatever at that place. I don't know. Like, there's the a guy, lot of Richard people. Lewis. Oh God, he was crazy. He used to come in and grab me by the neck, oh, and I'm like a geez. foot taller than he is. Yeah, he'd like oh, come over and a... like put me in a and be like, <laughs> hey, you know what I want, right? Like that, and then because yeah. he got that burned kugel. Yes, that he, he wanted that he wanted named after him, and was very upset that it wouldn't that they didn't call it the <laughs> Richard Lewis kugel. He had a house account, I think. Yes. Yeah. And that was annoying. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even know that existed. I was just like, well, I'm not going to ask you for money if you're going to. I mean, I was oh, just yeah. like, fine, I'll just figure it just out whatever. later. It's just yeah. a kugel. He used to have him burned. And then he would sit down and then he would pour like six packets of equal over the top of the kugel. I didn't know that really. Yeah. Oh my God. And then he would only eat the top burned layer with the sweetener. And then he would what? take the whole kugel as soon as he was done. He couldn't stand having anything on his tables. And then he'd pick it up and like walk around the restaurant and just like put it on a different is table or like in a and like wherever that is the crazy i didn't know that that is the craziest thing in the world i mean and for those of you who don't know what kugel is like it's basically like a sweet egg lasagna yeah it's like yeah that's actually it's a perfect way to describe it yeah it's, it's like a dessert lasagna it's yeah. like it's a, a like a i was like it looks kind of like a bread pudding but it's, it's like noodles. a noodle yeah like it's, a noodle thing it's yeah, like a sweet noodle. With raisins. With raisins, yeah. So it's just as terrible as you might think. Oh, really? I loved it. You, you love Google? Me? Oh, my God. I love that Google. That's gross. That all day. You crazy? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, you're, you're a complete nightmare. Um, so right now, your new- Richard Lewis Google <laughs> <laughs> with eight packets of, of equal. I was like, who is this man? It's the only time. I mean, I've been like, one time I waited- <laughs> I waited on a table of all like these super boisterous South Side Chicago dudes that oh, are at, and when I lived in Chicago, <laughs> and they kept grabbing me, like grabbing me and holding me and grabbing my oh, arms, God. and I was just like, it was like, it wasn't like super sexual, but it was like freaking me out. Like yeah, I was yeah. like, you're, it wouldn't let me go, super and they aggressive, and I figured out, <laughs> fifteen minutes in after I was telling my manager like you're gonna have to take their drink order. I don't know if I, I don't, <laughs> I, I need to like stay because I can't get out away from them. I realized. So he kept asking me all these questions like, well, what's up with the steak? Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, read the goddamn menu. <laughs> Found out they were blind. Oh, no. And that was the whole time. Oh, and no. And I was like, oh, you guys are cool. But they weren't like wearing. Yeah. It was just like not apparent. Yeah. They were all together. Oh, and I was like, no. why do they keep grabbing me and asking me questions? About oh, me? man. No, that you know what I actually you know what I did a couple of months ago? I straight up tried to shake a blind guy's hand, uh, and like he didn't see it you, was though. just reaction. He didn't see me, but and it was because uh, I was it was uh, I was it was at a farmer's market. So Matt was next to me, and he saw me straight up. He's like, "Hey, this is you know this is this guy," and I was like, "Hi." Uh, Put my hand down slow. It's like, okay, nobody say anything. <laughs> nobody say what just happened. <laughs> I'm sure that dude, it happens all the oh, time. Oh, I'm sure. Like, he, he must tell. know that if someone says hi really enthusiastically and then there's a dead silence, yeah. like, there's a hand out there, isn't there? <laughs> yes, completely. And now everybody's trying to pretend like it didn't happen. Right. They're like, Everybody you guys, I can tell. Quiet. I can tell. Like... <laughs> uh, that's really, you know, true story. Uh, so, okay, waiting tables is the best, guys. Uh, drop out of college and do that. Or get a philosophy degree and do there that. There you go. That's what I did. All right, black light coffee. Woo! Um, 
So how long have you been working for them? Um, I have been working for a little over a year now. Yeah. We've, yeah. And we, I, I jumped in pretty early on when it got started. Uh, Matt, uh, he's the one that uh, he started this <coughs> business. Uh, we both were working at a wine store. He's super knowledgeable in wine. He's a super smart guy. Yeah. Uh, he's, but he, we, uh, I know how he got, he just got the idea. He started to go out and decide he wanted to get into coffee. So yeah. we started this and what's really cool about coffee, we noticed both coming from kind of a wine background is how similar coffee and wine is like making of it, like the beans and grapes, like the soil, the, the climate it's grown in and then yeah. the way you roast it, how long or short you do it and all the different tasting notes. And that's one thing like with super fresh coffee you it's completely different from stuff you buy in the store we drink Folgers and yeah we have been drinking this because you brought us this like amazing little sampler pack of coffee <laughs> and it had it's not even the same beverage oh yeah also i've been really caffeinated for like three days like because <laughs> i'm drinking it so the Folgers i can only drink i can only drink about a cup a day or like a okay. half like or maybe two if i split it like one in the morning one in the afternoon with the Folgers, I'll drink half of it and leave it. And with yeah. this, I'm like, this is so delicious. Yeah. You know? And that's saying it's like so many people too are drinking it black. I've never would even think of yeah. drinking black coffee before. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. I haven't put anything in my coffee yeah. and I always do. That's the thing is especially yeah. you, you don't, and it's, you know, with our, with our lighter roasts, you get these really nice, like lighter, almost sweet fruit notes yeah. to it. Yeah. And then the darker ones, it's big and rich, but it doesn't have that bitter finish that you get in like some of those darker roasts you get at you yeah. know, the store or Starbucks. It seems like there's less acid in it or something too yeah, because they're way easier in my stomach oh definitely yeah. yeah um a lot of these and that's a lot with the freshness of it and uh we all it's all um organic it's not certified organic it's just because it's from such small farms yeah that like they just can't afford the yeah. certification which is true for a lot of like like really good wine absolutely like, no know, that's yeah. the thing and, and it's like yeah and it's it's one of those things what's one of the most annoying things in both worlds is where people like well, is it is it certified organic? Yeah. And like, no, like they didn't pay to fly somebody out to their farm. They'd rather, you know, put their kids through school. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, but it is organic. But people need to see that stamp. Yeah. I mean, we've been trying it. I've literally been eating these cacao nibs like, oh, yeah. out of the thing. And they're like, the <laughs> they're the weirdest thing because they're so bitter and crazy yes but they're actually pretty good like it's a oh, weird totally. thing to eat are you taking them out of the husk uh no okay you so can that might be part of the issue to do that is it's because you can eat the husk like yeah. it's like i mean know, i've like, been doing it so yeah, yeah, yeah. I you hope can so. eat it like that but you can peel, yeah <laughs> um because no you totally like that i like to take it out just it's a little more it's just you get more of just like the bean inside yeah i was doing that and then i thought am i like is this like peeling a peach like what am i doing right oh yeah now? no no it's yeah you just you know it breaks they're pretty they're you know they break apart pretty good but. yeah but no, like I, I just keep like a bowl in my kitchen that I just snack on. Yeah. Or I put them up like I love them on spinach salads is really good. What? Because that's like sort of a nuttiness to it. Ooh, I add that to a salad. Do put it in like a spinach salad with some balsamic. It's ridiculous. Damn. Mm -hmm. So I want to this is what I want to do with you. Um, I don't know anything about coffee. And I also worked <laughs> in farmers markets for years and years and years selling salmon and awesome. jams and cherries <laughs> in Seattle. Um, so I know that people at farmer's markets will grill you as hard, right? Oh, yeah. Like they will grill you yeah, like to the end of up. time yeah. forever and ever. We love you. Farmer's markets are great. 
but also like people are very knowledgeable. Oh yeah. <laughs> like they know more about like some dude who's buying salmon is like knows more about the ethical ways to catch salmon than yeah, I do. And totally. I'm just like, what did you read an article or where did this go? Oh yeah. I get, and it's like, cause I, uh, that's why I like, cause like Matt is so good at Hill. He just like off the top of his dome can just say all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm, I'm pick up on stuff that I'm still learning across the way. And yeah. what I hear from him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, if somebody comes across something, I don't know. I'm just like, uh, you know, it's a good question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. You're very good. Very good. Very good. Uh, sometimes oh, I used to make things up. All right. The first thing I have right here, Lawrence of Arabica. The lovely one. I, that's From Ethiopia? That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Okay. So tell me about this bad um, boy. So I believe that the bean, it's a Yurgachev bean. What does that mean? Uh, so it's just a particular kind of bean uh, grown in Africa. But it's um it's a lighter roast. And with the lighter roasts, they leave the bean in the coffee cherry or in the membrane and let it dry out. Yeah. So it still holds on to some of those fruit notes. Okay. And so in the lighter roast, you'll get like notes of, you know, strawberry or blueberry. I've had some that have this like just amazing taste of blueberry yeah. when you when you brew it. Ooh. And so this one you'll notice in the lighter roast, you get these like lighter, more tropical notes to it. They're really good. The berry is picked. The bean is inside the berry. Yeah. And it sits there for longer. So yeah. And then like, you take the berry off. Yeah, or they, or they just wash it. They wash it. Yeah. And because they left it in there, you want to do you want to roast it light more lighter just to it, maintain those flavors? Yeah, some okay. of some of those ones it's um it, that's another thing too is that some beans do a lot better with a darker roast and uh -huh. some beans do a lot better with a lighter roast. And that just depends on Yeah, on the bean, the, the climate, yeah, all sorts of stuff like that. Like again just like wine where it's just like yeah. so much, you know, factors Ooh, that's interesting i yeah. didn't know that they were so different yeah totally it's crazy yeah. and you'll totally you know you'll see differences from different countries yeah and like even different parts of countries yeah. like in costa rica stuff that's on more volcanic soil you get these really like just rich full notes yeah and like same thing like that's why like people love uh like kona coffee from hawaii is so good it's that just rich volcanic soil huh so <clears throat> when you source your beans like what's your what is your um like prerogative like what are you looking for or is it like that, more overstock or like oh no that we're always looking we're always looking for small production stuff um that's fair trade um if not if it's not certified organic it's you know very small productions you know not certified just because it's like, so small they can't afford it right but we're always looking for environmentally friendly stuff yeah. um you know preferably stuff that's like shade grown and uh like mountain land like Grown on slopes is a lot better for it. Why is why shade grown? Uh, that's actually a lot better for um, um, bird migration. Oh, oddly enough, yeah, um, it's it's better for the. And again, this is stuff that I'm like trying to remember as best I can. Oh, so that's fine. This is this is 21 right. questions at the right. farmer's market. I'm so, just I'm <laughs> no grilling joke. you like I would, <laughs> and in Silver Lake. Yeah. Yep. But I know I know that because um, there's lots of like coffee plantations that are just so bad for the plant because it's on a level field so it's just sitting there stewing in the water yeah and then it's all mowed down and there's no trees so it's bad for uh, bird migration as well yeah so it's you know stuff that's grown on these smaller you know places where they can actually keep track of stuff yeah and pay attention to it yeah that's what we really look for okay cool yeah okay well i had no idea that they were that beans were that different so that's oh, yeah yeah very cool so lawrence of uh, arabica love the name right we we're, we're very big on puns okay yeah. so we're gonna move over coffee tango foxtrot from oh, columbia yeah. tell me about this bad boy uh, so this one's our medium roast that one's a great one it's got a little more bold riches to it it's kind of like a milk chocolatey note to it yes 
Yeah. yeah, did you get that? Well, I, when I was grinding it, actually, I was like, oh my God, this smells like chocolate. Yeah, like yeah. kind of a little, almost like a caramel note in yeah. there. Yeah, that's what the, some of these ones, these like medium roasts where you get more of like, it starts getting a little darker and like sometimes it gets like a peanut brittle uh-huh. sort of note in there. But yeah, those ones are great for that really nice in-between if you don't want something too light. Yeah. Because um, uh, some of the lighter ones too can be a little a little more acidic than the darker ones. I see. Yeah. So some people like, they don't want necessarily go all the way to the big dark fullness, but still want kind of a lighter note. So the medium is just this nice, even cup. Do they all have the same amount of caffeine? I was getting in a fight with somebody about this. See, I, I'm still, I am still researching that. I've heard no. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I've heard, uh, yes. yes. Yes, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard like a thousand different right. things. That, uh, initially, that's what I, I first heard. When I was first reading about it, I thought I read that when you roast it more that you burn off the caffeine. That's what I heard too. What the misconception is, is that the darker roasts are, lo- are lighter in weight than the lighter roasts. When you dark it, you burn off the weight. Oh. So per, for weight-wise, per pound, you're getting more caffeine. So I'm gonna so I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes all the same amount of caffeine, uh, but the lighter ones are for sure heavier than the darker ones. Yeah, well I can feel it. Well we also yeah. drink more of this. One. <laughs> okay, great. Moving on. Okay, last one we have is my favorite name, Bean Latifah. Oh yeah. From Tanzania. Tell me about this bad boy. <laughs> so uh, so this one is a this was a cool one. This was a pea berry. What does that um, mean? So oh, berry, little. They're little. Yeah, so they're little. So this, this is a kind of, um, and, and again, this is just from, this is from my research. Yeah. <laughs> um, so pea berry is when, in a, in a coffee cherry, um, it's two beans, kind of like two half beans that you'll see. And uh, a um, pea berry is when the two fuse together oh. into like one smaller one. And so a lot of controversy over whether that makes them more caffeinated or more flavorful. I always feel it tastes more, a little more flavorful. Yeah. But, uh, but a lot of people, they specifically want pea berry and this one, especially do a nice dark roast on it. And yeah. It's a really big, bold flavor. Yeah. It's delicious. And, and then that... you also notice too, that it's a really a dark roast, but it doesn't have that bitter bite at all that, yeah, that yeah. you get with a lot of dark roasts. Yeah. It's just like really super, super yeah. rich. And that's all. And that's just the pure freshness of it is that if you're, you're having yeah. something that's roasted like days ago. Yeah. What was your favorite one? I've been at home. I drink a lot of the Lawrence of Arabica. Yeah. I like that kind of lighter because I drink my coffee black. Yeah. And I like just kind of a light, uh, light sort of note to it. Yeah. And so I'll have that. And I usually do a French press if I have time. We have like a, just a drip one. Like oh, yeah. No, drip. I do. I do drip mostly. I yeah. only do a French press if I just like have the time and feel like treating myself. Yeah. But for the most part, I'm, yeah, I'm just doing the drip. <laughs> drink, a, drink some coffee, smoke a long skinny cigarette. Right. Uh, I think the Lawrence of Arabica was actually my favorite one, too, which is funny because I grew up. I always really liked the dark roast. Oh, yeah. But I think I don't know why. I think I just was like, if I'm going to drink coffee, I want to drink right. coffee. So I'm, I'm going like, to have some big. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I actually really, I, that was probably the one I preferred the most. It was really like, and I've had like fruity, light roasted coffee that has a lot of citrus notes that yeah. I'm actually not a big fan of. This is like a little rounder. It's not yeah, as like. Yeah, this one isn't too, yeah, it doesn't have too much. We've had some stuff that's been like super citrusy and yeah. like tropical. This one's a little more lighter, but kind of has some more like sweeter fruit notes. That's how it, that's how, it, that's absolutely how it tastes. And that's yeah. like, and I was like, oh, most of the coffee I've had that's lighter roast is citrusy and this is not. And yeah. I really liked it. Um, okay, moving on. Mm-hmm. Um so I have cascara tea. Yes. What is this? So this is this is one of my favorite things. Okay. Um, so this is 
is uh, um, the coffee cherry. It's tea made from the co- the dried uh, husk of the coffee cherry. Ooh, can I eat this? You can. Oh. So it kind of has sort of like a raisiny sweetness. The yeah. aroma is sort of like a, like a fine pipe tobacco or yeah. a, like a raisiny. Um, so this is, it's usually just discarded. Um, uh, it's not very popular in the States. Starbucks has, right? Starbucks has like started to like do a, uh, like a cascara latte thing, but it's basically just Chemicals. old moldy, like, you know, uh, coffee cherries with sugar and like yeah, right. yeah. larva. And, you know, oh, Jesus Christ. Just, you know, milled down into a syrup basically. <laughs> so yeah and that's basically what you're having so this is all and again like since we get some from you know smaller uh farms that actually pay attention so this is cascara that's been set aside and looked after so it's nothing you know no bugs or anything or anything's gotten into it no mold or anything yeah super fresh um yeah you just make that into a tea it's, it's we just sell to kind of like a loose leaf tea yeah and you just brew it just like a tea it's it got like fruit leather almost oh yeah yeah it's a yeah and it's just just the cherry that the uh that they pick the beans out of does it does it have any caffeine about 25 percent the amount of caffeine is a cup of coffee when you brew it but uh eight times the amount of antioxidants is blueberries what mm-hmm. in the tea form in the tea form yeah what yeah so it's super super good for you how much do i put in a cup uh, usually like a teaspoon for a cup. Oh, this is and, great. Oh, there's uh, I also uh, gave you guys there a recipe for a good iced tea. I saw that it. with ginger and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I make that I usually sell at the markets as well. Yeah. And that's just um, I add a little bit of ginger and some cayenne and some cinnamon. So it tastes like kind of a chai thing. Yeah. But if you let that steep or do it like a sun tea, let it see for like five hours. It's it's a, it gets a sweetness to it. On, on the cascara, when you do like a light steep on it, yeah. it'll be a little lighter and a little more kind of fruity. Um, as you do it, steep it more, it gets a little more savory and a little more rich. Ooh. Ooh. And then if you keep steeping it for like a few hours, the leaves rehydrate and it starts becoming sweet. The, oh, so what if I make just a cup of tea, what am I getting? So a cup of tea, if you steep it for like... In boiling water. Yeah, yeah, in boiling water, do it like two to three minutes. You'll get like a lighter sort of, just kind of, not super sweet, but just kind of a lighter uh, sort of like raisiny sweetness yeah. to it. Uh, if you go darker, it'll get a little more savory, a little more rich. Yeah. Like if you go like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. But then, yeah, if you like do a sun tea or leave it over, you know, for like five hours or so, just like in the water, yeah. and it starts to get sweet again. Ooh, really girl. <laughs> I'm already like, well, it sounds like a good iced tea sort of no, it's, situation. No, yeah, it comes that out to be, be a great, yeah, do that yeah. recipe. It comes out to be a great iced tea. Woo! Uh, cool. Actually, that's a soup. So eight times as many oxi- antioxidants as blueberries. This is going to make my skin incredible. Which or, actually, or actually, I'd say, and then this is even better. Oh, yeah. So there's two very, um, I feel like these are very, uh, what is it? Not fear and loathing. Um, <laughs> I can't remember. Like, they're very, like, hippie vials. Yeah, yeah. They have, like, a beautiful. Like an old apothecary. It's great. <laughs> it is, like, kind of like the logo, the bean kind of looks like a peace sign. <laughs> um, so, okay, we have two vials here. What are these? So that is a cascara powder. Okay, so this is the powder, powder of the cherry. Yeah. And what do you use this for? Uh, so that you put it in smoothies. You can put it in yogurts or um, oatmeal. You, there's a lot of recipes online you can bake with it, like a flour supplement. Ooh. So that's the cascara tea dehydrated and milled down into a powder. Awesome. Okay. And that is even better for you than the tea since you're getting all the nutrients. Yeah. 
from the actual skin. So I put this in my oatmeal, man. That looks oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Or if you get doing smoothies, put that put a teaspoon a day is really good for you. What? And that per gram has more potassium than bananas, more iron than spinach, more protein than fresh kale, more fiber than whole wheat. Um, what? It has a little bit of residual caffeine, so it gives you a nice just Buzz. solid energy throughout the day, but doesn't get you jittery. Uh, and really good for the immune system, digestive system. I've never even heard of this stuff. That's again, it's not really that popular. You can Google like cascara flour and you'll see like different stuff for it. You, we should, well, it tastes really good. <laughs> no, totally. That's the thing is you can even, I've even sometimes dusted my coffee grounds before I brew it yeah. with this stuff and it gives it like kind of a raisiny sweetness. Oh, I'm going to try that tomorrow. That's so funny. Okay, cool. I've never even heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last but definitely not least. These weird little things mm -hmm. that I'm kind of loving. Oh, they are the best. I have cacao nibs from the Dominican Republic. All right, tell me about this. So this is, this is old cacao beans. These are whole fresh roasted. So, and this is not a coffee bean. It is not, no. no. This, is, this, is this is chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, okay, this is chocolate. <laughs> so this is 100% chocolate. That's the most, that's the, all the health benefits you hear about chocolate. This is where it all is. Oh, so good. Super, super good for you. And another thing, it has a little bit of residual caffeine, so good to kind of keep you going throughout the day. I've been buzzed. Uh, <laughs> right? It's also an appetite suppressant, so oh, really? it's a good snack to have between meals. Um, great for smoothies. We actually have one of our regulars. Absolutely. Uh, one of our regulars is a bodybuilder, and he buys these in bulk from us for his protein shakes. What? Oh, no. No. I'm going to find that later because <laughs> I have more dignity than to search for it in front of you, but I will be eating it. It's under my chair. <laughs> um, so they, when you break them open, like they're delicious. They taste like chocolate. And you're right. Mm -hmm. If you take the little husk off, they're a lot less yeah. better. I was like, this is good, but it's pretty intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The husk is a little, I mean, it's, again, like if you're making a smoothie too, just throw them in there. Yeah. But um, we've also been, we're tinkering around too with making a tea out of the husks. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> we guarantee one poison <coughs> bean in every bag. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> um, that's really funny, though. Do you roast chocolate before you? Yeah, these ones are roasted. You can, I mean, you if can... you made it into chocolate, would you roast it first or you keep it? Oh, no. These, um, when you're making the chocolate, you just grind that up. That's already roasted. So you grind that up. Um, if you grind it, it starts to kind of form into a paste. Yeah, because it must have like, it feels mm -hmm. like it has this yeah, great yeah. crunch, like it has oil in yeah, it. Yeah, totally. So if you grind it up really good, it'll start becoming to a paste. And you can take these, grind it up, add um, cream and spices, and make hot cocoa. What? Um, you could just. I, could I, I make a bar, a bar of chocolate out of these <coughs> nuts? Yep. <coughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm joking. I'm oh like dear. still eating them and joking. <laughs> if you've listened to our podcast, Nick teases me for this constantly. <laughs> I'd choke on everything. Uh, oh, that's right. You do that crazy thing where you choke. I choke constantly. That's it's the first bite. Whatever I eat the first bite, I choke right. first, and then I finish it later. <laughs> Nobody has any sympathy for me. That's amazing. I'm all alone in this world. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's uh, funny. It's really true. <laughs> <laughs> See, you saw it in action. <laughs> that's great. I know. I remember when I was listening to that, too, being like, oh, I got to go out to dinner with them now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I will, I will choke Watch at the table. Just like chokes, but my water, then everything's fine. <laughs> and we got dinner off to a good start. Um, cool. Well, um, what 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 were you gonna say? Oh no, no, just saying. Yeah, there, there's just so many so many different things you can do with these. Um, but yeah, we we're <laughs> we're making chocolate with them now, adding fresh fruit. 
Yeah. Um, looking into making some like health sp- specific bars, like some adding different nuts and different stuff to it that'll be specifically good for heart health and joint health, cholesterol, blood pressure. Um, but um, no, it's like it's it's so versatile. You can put it on. I, I've been um, getting um, like balsamic and putting these cocoa beans on my line salads. Yeah. And it's just delicious because it had sort of like a nuttiness to it. Yeah. And um, yeah, packed with antioxidants. I think um, fresh raw cacao has more antioxidants than any food on the planet. What? Yeah. So super, super good for you. Why don't we eat more of this? I know. It's very strange. That's the thing is, yeah, a lot of people now, it's like it's having this as a snack is like such a good thing. Yeah. I'm just like telling people just buy it just to like, I'm like, you can just eat it. Yeah. <laughs> just like. I mean, I've been, I've been thinking like, I was like, am I supposed to eat it? But I was like, I like it. So I'm just going to oh, yeah. eat and it. And it's, well, it's one of those things too. Like the first time you have one, you're like, oh, that's, an, ooh, I don't like that. And yeah. then a minute later, like you have, still have this chocolate taste in your mouth. Yeah. And you immediately go back for more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what happened to me. You're yeah. the best. Thank you so much. And yeah, you can pick up our coffee and we also have uh, cocoa beans, cascara. We're soon to be having a lot of uh, chocolate, ca- bean to bar chocolate as well. Oh, yeah. I'm excited yeah. about that. Oh, yeah. Bean to bar. You can make orders through online. We ship for free. What? Yeah, absolutely. Ooh. And we're working on a subscription program as well. It should be coming up soon. Check out uh, blacklightcoffee.com. Mm-hmm. Free shipping on your orders. We have farmer's markets at Silver Lake. Torrance. Torrance. (laughs) That's it right now. That's it right now. (laughs) All right, everybody. Have a great night. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Thank you for listening, guys. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, uh, Blacklight Coffee. We love you, Tim. Thank you so much, uh, Bluebird Botanicals. Michael, you're the best. Um... Also, I think we're going to do a little Instagram follower appreciation moment here. We've got some people hitting us up on Instagram, and it just is so cool. So we're just going to thank a couple of you. We have uh, D. Schultze in the building. Uh, We have Doodle Bug Butt in the building. Liz.Chaffee, shout out to that. Uh, to you, I nearly <laughs> shirt my pants. I oh love my it. gosh! Love it. Uh, who else do we have? We have there's just um, OG Nuevo Cinco. Oh nice. damn. Uh, you guys are the best. Those are just a few of the people that have hit us up recently. Uh, it just means the world. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for connecting with us on Instagram. Hey, and if you all like our our jam is just photographs that just are just scream hell in your thirties. So if you have any like just random photos on your phone, you're like, how could I be more hell in my thirties than I am right this second? Just Post them on our Instagram. Yeah, D- DM us. You know, we will send share it to us. It. Yeah. Just like anything very classic, like wearing water wings at the water park. <laughs> exactly. I just got a pretty, like, pretty significant full coverage bathing suit. <laughs> like, just hit us up, you know, show us your things. Yeah, if you're hell in your 30s and it's documented on your phone, send it our way. We got you covered. We love you so much. Um, Viva la Mexico. Is that what you say? Okay. (laughs) And we are campfire media. Uh, (laughs) is the coolest. Thank you, Ryan, Ryan and Scott. Thank you. My brother, Joey, for the theme music. Have a great night guys. Peace. Campfire.